I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything! Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. Well, I'm pretty sure this is John Helps You Write Better, and I'm me, and you're you, and I don't know how we got here, but I guess we could write better today, couldn't we? I'm seeing a lot of articles lately about the the growth and utility of AI, in particular chat GPT or whatever they're calling it lately, this tool, or at least people are trying to frame it as a tool to help them write. Uh, there's recently been a publishing deal specifically for a book that was helped and shaped by AI. And I want to talk about that today because I think instead of it being this sort of great herald of, of good art to come, I think it's a sign that people have kind of stepped away from the idea of creativity as an outlet and have walked more firmly into the idea of creativity in form, uh, into the form of employment or engagement or sales. Of course, using AI is entirely your choice, though I will immediately caution you as to the ethical ramifications of letting software that sources without credit from pools of other artists and other material, as well as being factually inaccurate in some cases. It's up to you if you want to do that. Go, go ahead, roll the dice, see if you get a Yahtzee. But the the more important point here for me is that if you're looking at AI and much like a tech bro, you're wondering how it's going to streamline or automate or expedite your process, if it'll make things easier, if it'll, if it'll make your story better, you are misunderstanding what it is to produce that story. This isn't widgets in the factory. This isn't, you know, how quickly can I get a thing done so that I can get money from it? It's not about that. Yes, there's there are financial concerns. Yes, it's nice to have some money. But to race through a thing that, you know, ideally you should care about is lazy, intellectually lazy, creatively dull, a little pointless, a little insipid. And it speaks volumes, at least to me, it speaks volumes to your willingness to sacrifice time and sacrifice care for the end result. I need to skip ahead five or six spaces and get closer to the goal before you get closer to the goal too. Why? Why? Just, I don't, I will never understand that. Is it because you don't like doing the work of producing it? Is it just hard and you're looking for like the easy way out? You want it to be faster? Is it because you don't trust yourself to, to write better? Is it because you don't want to ask for help? Because you just want to be seen as somebody who has made a thing and, and you want people to shower you with praise and attention? Is it because you are just want to be like everybody else and you see a million other people using AI so you think you should too? Like why, why look for a tool? I don't even know if we can call it a tool. Why look for a, a, a device, some way to implement something that is going to strip the creativity out of a creative process? 
AI is mechanical. AI is heartless. It is cold. It lacks nuance. It lacks the ability to interpret nuance. It lacks the ability to truly be creative in an artistic sense. It can generate, but there's a difference between being generative and being creative. I can generate, you know, loads of different things, carbon dioxide, um, eyelashes, dust, debris, I can generate a lot, but I can truly create something that is my own through my art. And I think too often AI looks to blur that line for the sake of capitalism and all those writers who want to adopt AI and want to make use of it and put it in their process and use it to create all different kinds of things. I think they're generally masking some kind of fear or panic or deficit in their own work, a correctable deficit, a thing they could improve, a thing they could work on, a thing they could change if they just gave a shit, if they just cared, if they were willing to put in the work and say, hey, you know what, I'm not good at this, I want to get better, rather than reach for the fast solution, I'm making air quotes, solution that might temporarily do away with the problem, you know, rather than spending time and actually fixing the problem. It's the difference between, you know, duct taping two things back together and having it professionally repaired or replaced. The long-term solution seems difficult, so let's not do it. That, to me, is always what I think about in terms of AI. I don't want to do the work. I don't want to do the work, but I want the reward. And this is the worst attitude you could possibly bring to creativity. And when I read that article or when I'm sent that article about, hey, look, here's an author, making air quotes, an author who helped, who had AI help, air quotes, help uh, him with his book. I, I don't, I don't know why we'd want that. I don't know why we would want something that is fundamentally incapable of being creative creating something I don't know why we would identify it that way it can generate but it still needs the human touch there's levels of humanity levels of heart levels of care levels of craft and nuance and skill and voice and change and tone and all those fingerprints and deformations and and imprints we put to personalize our work to humanize our work and you're scrubbing that away when you let that software take over when we talk about writing, we're not looking for, and I, I really think people have misfucking understood this. We're not looking for a perfect, flawless, you know, carved from a single seamless stone with no chisel marks or chips or whatever. We're not looking for the most polished, hyper clean thing. We're looking for art. We want to see the bumps and bruises and brushstrokes. We want to feel like we can relate to a thing. We want to feel like we can draw our own conclusions from it. We want to we want to feel like we can engage with it. We want to be able to look at it and go, a human being made that thing. That's really really impressive. I am inspired by that. I will go do my own thing. Whatever that might be. That's where we want to go with art. We don't look at the Sistine Chapel ceiling and go, Oh yeah, I bet a I bet an AI could paint that faster. We look at it and go, "Holy shit, that's a lot of paint." That 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 humanity, we are so quick to sacrifice, scrub it out, ignore it and avoid it for the sake of capital, for the sake of wealth, for the sake of speed. And I think AI really if it's doing anything positive, it is exposing those among us who are looking for the fast dollar, who are looking to mask 
a deficit in craft, that we are looking for people who are willing to put down the hard work that would allow them to grow, be challenged and change and pick up a tool that allows them to mass produce. I'm thankful in that regard because I know now what to avoid. I don't care if the tech bros have 15 prompts that are going to really help me 10x my productivity. I could give a shit. What I care about is the artist putting the effort into the art. What I want to see, what I want to help produce is a world where artists are able to produce without the stress of capitalism, without the stress of this, without the worries about that. I want to see them just make things because we love making things and I want to see the world celebrate that making. Now, I don't know if we'll get there in my lifetime. I don't know if we'll get there next week, but I'm damn sure going to try to empower more artists to produce more things. But let's all agree that AI is not empowering us. AI is tricking us. It's tricking us into thinking that we can use this tool to speed up a process that by default doesn't need to be sped up. Yes, we all make a big deal of, oh my God, how long this takes. But that's, that's a temporary complaint. Because once we get into a thing, once it starts going, we stop worrying about how long it's taking and we start seeing what we're producing. We shift our focus. We change our expectation. AI doesn't make that possible. We were doing it before AI. We've been working without AI longer than AI has existed. We made plenty of art then. We can continue to make plenty of art down the road. I'm not sure if I'm ever going to be able to convince an AI head that. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to tell you that, hey, you're, you're shitting all over art and creativity when you load that software up. I'm not entirely sure I should bother because people who have already bought in, bought in. And there's no real way to change that. And I don't want to get into a one true Scotsman argument any more than I already have. I don't want to sit here and tell you to avoid all things AI because there's loads of beneficial uses for AI. They are great assistive devices. They are great accessibility devices for some people. But in when we turn the how do we say this? When we turn the AI into a creative peer, we run the risk of sacrificing our creativity going forward. It is definitely something to be cautious of. It is definitely something to wonder about. It is definitely something to challenge in our own work. Not just because we're all afraid of the robot apocalypse, but because we're afraid of the commodification of beauty. We are afraid of the manufacture of something that used to inspire us into something that we have to purchase and then we are virtually inspired rather than honestly inspired I'm thinking a lot about that because I'm really pissed off about it what do you think let me know I'll talk to you tomorrow